1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Scott Sinclair looks set to leave Celtic and head to Preston. Stephen Gerrard and Walter Smith share similarities, according to one former Ibrooks captain. And St Mirren add new faces as Daniel Stendel begins his call at Hearts. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight, Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. First Tuesday show of 2020. Traditionally out with the old, in with the new. So out goes Scott Sinclair from Celtic, Eros Gresda from Rangers, Christoph Berra from Hearts. We're still waiting. For the in with the new So I'm afraid you're stuck with myself and Daz You'll do, for now Yeah, I, I think we'll find uh, In the January window, Gordon There'll be a lot of players leaving Especially Celtic and Rangers As Hugh keeps saying And he's pulled up for it every time he said that There's some dead wood about these clubs That have to be moved on So it'll be interesting But I think all the fans They're not really interested They know the one or two of the players That won't feature anymore for their clubs It's the big question Who's coming in To strengthen the clubs Yeah and I just wondered You know when I saw Pictures coming in From Dubai Celtic and Rangers I think Mother landed In Tenerife Livingston off to Malaga as well It barely got Any sunlight today I think it was dark All day in Clyde Bank And surrounding area Gordon Did you ever get A far flung trip In your Wraith Rovers days um, yeah, we went Burnt Island once. The weather was not bad, but you you mentioned Tenerife, you mentioned Dubai, but I think is it Halton that's going to Largs. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's nice not at this just, time of year. Yeah, it's not I don't just know why you're all about like the, No, I love Largs. It's not all about the sunshine, Gordon. It's about the hard work and proving and making sure you're ready for the new uh, the. End of the season And don't forget In the second hour tonight After 7 o'clock Roger and Gordon Have got a job to do They're going to need to pick The midfield On our Scottish football Team of the decade But they need your help You're the one that has to Win them over So last night Hugh and Alex went to work on it They had Alan McGregor in goal A back four of Lustig Van Dyke, Weir and Andy Robertson And now it's the midfield So you two You've got about an hour To come nice. up with your thoughts You've already done this In the Scottish Sun yeah. Roger But this one's much more fun Because there are no rules No restrictions You can just pick who you like Yeah our restrictions But I think it was No more than three players From any one team Put restrictions So that got us thinking A little bit So after seven o'clock Gordon Shackles will exp- are off Yeah Gordon will explain to me About the football And I'll explain to Gordon What a decade is <laughs> I, I, I feel that I'll have players On my team one that's probably never played in the decade And secondly probably never played in Scotland So I'm really looking forward to this He's phoned me in a panic about this earlier on And that's when Brian McClare played for Celtic In fairness and I don't mean to pick on the poor caller We did have a shout for Frank Sozzi To go in last night from the, the Gordon's looking at me as if what's wrong with that No, but no the, the reason I, uh, Frank Sozzi was the Hibs manager When I was the air manager So not that decade then Up as against him in the League Cup final at Hamden What a player he was Absolutely. Stick him in 01419511025 That's the number you need tonight And if you would rather tweet Then you can do it At Clyde SSB Scott Sinclair There's a decent place to start What do you make of that Celtic fans It looks set To leave Celtic And head to Preston Are you Disappointed Are you Annoyed at how it all ended Or do these things Just always come to a natural end and you understand the way it's played out You tell us Scott Sinclair 01419511025 Roger Well I think Scott Sinclair When he leaves Celtic in a pe- Permanently He can look back on a decent Celtic career Scott Sinclair was footballer of the year In his first year at Celtic I remember him scoring in his debut at Tynecastle And after he was reunited with Brendan Rodgers 
He was an outstanding player for Celtic Quite where it all went wrong for him In the latter days of his Celtic career I'm not sure This season has baffled me Do you remember at the end of last season His contract was up And Celtic gave him another year He is He's not the highest paid player at the club He's among the highest paid players at the club And he was given a deal And then simply not paid, not played by the manager So I think it's in everyone's best interests Including the man that writes the checks at Celtic That Scott Sinclair departs the club But I don't think that, you know There's been people coming on Dismissing Scott Sinclair's contribution to Celtic I totally agree uh, I've been a fan, Gordon. Um, yes, it's uh, well done, Roger. Uh, yes, it's great news for Celtic. The fact that they've got them off the wage bill, it frees up money for other players to come in. But I think that you look at Scott Sinclair over the years, he scores something like 20 goals per season. He plays off the wide area. I thought he was a terrific footballer, but something, something went wrong that I don't understand because. I thought with the ability that he's got He'd have had more appearances uh, Roger it's not done and dusted yet of course Is it your understanding though That it's a, a formality and, and will happen in the, the well, next well, couple of days Couple of weeks Listen you, you need three willing parts For a transfer to go through The, the, the selling club or loaning club The buying club and, and the player himself And it looks to me as if all three parties here Are keen for the deal to take place Preston are still pushing for the promotion playoffs. You know, Alec Neil having taken Norwich into the Premiership could yet take Preston into the Premiership via the playoffs. So he wants a player of Sinclair's quality and experience. Celtic want him off the wage bill, and Scott Sinclair just wants to play football, Gordon. The other thing would be that he is in pre-season, well, winter training, I should say, in Dubai at the moment, which begs the question: Has anyone ever willingly swapped Dubai for Preston? Because that's what he's going to have to do well, if he you, wants to go and. You swapped Dubai for the hospital in <laughs> that's Worcester. Very true. <laughs> Not that long ago. <laughs> so <very> true. <laughs> um, I think. I think when you should be careful. I might have the last laugh here. Uh, yeah, you probably because will. Because there's a there's a there's a reschedule coming up yeah, on that. No, so I, yeah, more I, more will be revealed oh, in the coming days. When do you go back to Worcester, General? Yeah, just <laughs> just got, you wait and I've, see. I've got to say, Gordon, if Scott Sinclair Rogers right, he must be really. Fed up waiting for an opportunity It's not going to come Celtics There's no future there whatsoever He's posted photos about How hard he's been training Working Peak fitness When you do all that The one thing you want to do At the end of the day Is play So if Preston can do a deal Which I think they can A good club Then I think he has to go there And he has to start playing football Right give us your verdict then On Scott Sinclair Sad to see him go Or the right thing to do At this moment in time 0141 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB uh, John is first up He's a Celtic fan tonight What do you think John? Uh, Happy New Year Gordon Gordon and Roger Year, I think I think you call, As I said to Gordon there And as you said Roger I think he'll go with 99% of the fans best wishes Because I think he's been a a brilliant success for Celtic and I think even I don't know if there's a wee personal issue between him and Neil but I think he could have still done a job for us uh, this season know what I mean uh, he's a quality player he's, he's proved it know what I mean and I'll be sad to see him go to be truthful with you but I've just, as I said to Gordon there maybe this guy's fed now he's going to get a chance because he, he seems to have went missing I don't know what's happened to this boy know what I mean I mean Roger it's a possibility never see never but Marine Fed's been so far out He's been as far out of the picture as Scott Sinclair Maybe yeah. even further out of the picture So I'm not sure one departure in Scott Sinclair changes much f- for him I wouldn't have thought so You look at Celtic's attacking options um, Edward Griffith's bio through the middle In the wide areas Johnson, 
Forrest, Elianusi, Morgan. Morgan as well. Johnny Hayes can play in an advanced oh. position. <laughs> um, I think Neil Lennon's maybe had one look at Mary and Shved and thought, no, he's not for me. Um, he certainly had one look at Scott Sinclair and thought, no, he's not for me. Because even at the time of the League Cup final and a couple of weeks beforehand when Edward was injured, you know, Lewis Morgan is suddenly press ganged into becoming a centre forward for the first time in his career rather than Sinclair. So once he cuts his ties with Celtic permanently and moves on with his career, it'll be interesting to hear Scott Sinclair's take on the last year or so of his time at the club. Yeah, what do you make of the way it's ended, John? I, I think it's quite sad to be truthful. I mean, because I said he was a, a big fan's favourite, and as, as I said there, he, he always he always produced the goods. And I'm I'm not having a go at Mikey Johnson in that right, but to me, Mikey Johnson's played against Rangers three times, and he's not kicked the balls too late. I think Neil Lennon got the, the team selection all wrong a couple of weeks ago. I mean, but that's that's you're saying. Not, I mean, it's, I'm not going to slag Neil Lennon because I think he's doing a great job. But I think in the, the, even in the cup final, as I said. He could have been deployed as a centre forward, and but he chose to play Lewis Morgan. And without being cheeky about being Lewis, man, I like him as a player, but he's never a centre forward. It was as if we were playing with ten men before we went down to ten. Not I mean, because it was there were no outball or nothing on him. So it was. Gordon, it was, listen, I know not everything's based on stats. Completely get that, but you can't really ignore the numbers that Scott Sinclair has, has put together. I think it's 167 games mm-hmm. and 62 goals, so a, a far better ratio than one in three for a winger. And then you delve a bit deeper and look at. The, the big goals that he scored The number of goals he scored against Rangers You talk about the winner Against Hearts on his debut It was almost like he exploded onto the scene And never looked back that season Even in the seasons that followed You know, I think his second season um, It was still 18 goals uh, Then by his third season Not putting in quite the same uh, return. Well, 17 goals in fact In his, his third season So it seems to have fallen away very quickly It's, it's... I think it's a fantastic return, Gordon. I really do. I've said for, you know, the last year and a half that I'm a fan of Scott Sinclair. I think he offers so much, not just with you. You said there about scoring the goals and the appearances, which is terrific. I used to watch him when Tierney was there, and his movement off the ball to allow Tierney the space to get down the left flank was very, very good. Very intelligent player. I don't know, the last time I watched Scott Sinclair and I reported it on here and it was a little bit of handbags at Fur Park when he, he sort of lost the place a little bit with the groundsman uh, There are two sides to the story so I'm not getting involved in it but he looked like he was a lad that was frustrated and anger was coming out and the shouting between the two of them and after that he seemed to disappear but talent-wise, the goals he produces... Um, the space he makes for other players I think that I, I do agree with John 100% I would have played Sinclair through the middle Before Lewis Morgan All day in Stra- the Strange fight. career path as well Came, came onto the scene as a kid at Chelsea Didn't quite make it Went to Swansea under Brendan Rodgers Was superb Won his big move to Manchester City uh, Didn't quite make it There's no disgrace It's difficult for front men to make it At Manchester City apparently <coughs> Went to Villa Did okay Reunited with Brendan at Celtic And mm-hmm. it's this great spell But then it, it ends on yeah. a low point as well So it really has It's been a roller coaster career for Scott Singler yeah, I mean, And you would hope for the lad He's another high going to press It him. seems quick to us But he's made more appearances for Celtic Than he has for any other team in yeah. his career Yeah I can believe that How old has he gone? Sorry, he I'm... is 30 30 years of age And I've got to say um, I did see the photographs of him He certainly worked very hard at his fitness 
And that's what I'm saying When you work that hard You're still hungry You're still keen To go out there And show what you mm. can do So I wish him all the best If he does go to Preston If he does go He'll leave Captain Scott Brown behind This is his verdict on it Scott's been phenomenal Seen him this morning He's been great as well So we'll see if that That happens And uh, he's been He's been a great pro as well First couple of seasons He came in fantastic The goals he scored And his running power as well So it'd be a sad Sad miss to see him go But uh, on the other side and he's probably thinking about game time as well for himself and it's closer to home Let's see what Frank and Shawlands makes of it Frank, if Scott Sinclair was to leave as is expected, what would your reaction be? Uh, first of all, Gordon thank you for accepting my call please, thank you no uh, My reaction to that, I'm disgusted by Celtic Football Club in particular, um, Neil Lennon because in my view, in my view only, and I think I could, what the other caller John said prior to me lifting the phone tonight, Gordon, is the fact that he was a great servant to Celtic, a top man, and basically at the end of the day here, he's been shown the door for no apparent reason. And I feel uh, I, it's shocking. Should, that, that's, that's, to me, in actual fact, it's not acceptable. As me as a Celtic supporter, I've got opinion only, same as uh, a lot of Celtic fans, and I'm sorry to see the guy go. You have to do a bit of reading between the lines with these things, Frank, because we don't see Scott Sinclair every day. I don't, Gordon, Roger, yourself. Neil Lennon does. C- can we maybe assume that he just quite simply, on a footballing basis, doesn't think that he's cutting it anymore? Well, that's up. Uh, personally, in my opinion, Gordon, that's up for debate. Because you see, at the end of the day here, you've got to, you've got to take into account he had two great seasons at Celtic. And at the end of the day there, I never seen him in bother once. You know, in regard of any off the field or on the field scenario, I think it was a credit to his profession, in my opinion. And I'd be sorry to see the guy go. I understand, Philip, you're talking about Neil, Neil Lennon sees players every day. Some of the players he sees every day, in actual fact, I think he should go to Specsavers. Well, I'll be quite honest with you, yeah, and I'm being blunt there. This is football, and football tends to be a game of opinions. I was reading quotes earlier on today, Frank, from Christoph Berra. Now, Christoph Berra's heart's career looks as if it's over. Daniel Stendel clearly doesn't fancy him. But it was quotes from Christoph Berra saying This is just one man's opinion You know, I, I still think I can I can do a job So Scott Sinclair's non-appearance in the Celtic game Is down to the Celtic team I should say Is down to Neil Lennon's opinion There was a caller last night Debating whether or not Rangers should recall Eduardo Herrera As backup to Morelos and Defoe And Alec Ray says no Stephen Gerrard doesn't fancy him at all So that's one man's opinion So Scott Sinclair's maybe been unfortunate That Brendan Rodgers a man who loved him, a man who'd worked with him in the past, a man who rated him so highly, left the club. And Neil Lennon, a man who clearly doesn't hold Sinclair in such high esteem, has come into the club. How much do you have to bear in mind the fact that you mentioned earlier, Roger, that he is either Celtic's top earner or he's, he's certainly there or thereabouts? And if you have a guy who's not playing a lot of football and is getting that sort of package back from the club, then yeah, it does make sense, doesn't it? Well, it makes sense to get rid of him. Um, the, the, the bit that confuses me... Isn't so much that he was on that figure to begin with. It was a deal in the summer. It was a deal in the summer. Now, was that maybe then with a view to selling him, but that offer never well, came? Or? That, that's the only logical conclusion you can draw from this, Gordon, that they thought if they gave him a new deal, then maybe towards the end of August they'd get a million pounds from an English Championship team and a team in the lower half of the English Premiership. That deal didn't transpire. They've ended up paying him an awful lot of money for not an awful lot of football. The only thing I will say, Roger, is in defence... When Scott Sinclair wasn't in the team, Gordon, 
We didn't get a lot of phone calls from Celtic fans saying, "Why is he not in the team? He's the best player at that position." I don't know. I feel like I feel like his absence has been regularly Do you, discussed. No, I don't think I don't think as much, especially for a guy that gave so much and scored so many goals. I kept saying, well, "If you've got somebody that can chip in 17, 18, 20 goals per season from the wide areas, yeah." Where do you pick these people up nowadays? It's incredible. Scott, will, 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 will he find a place in the midfield in the team of the day? Oh, just you hold your horses, as they say. Ooh. We'll get to that after seven o'clock. Scott's in Bermullock. What's your take on this, Scott? Right, guys. Um, right. First of all, all the, all the best for the coming year. Yeah, same to you, um, Scott. My take on it is, I think, my, in my opinion, I think Celtic tried to get, get me sign a contract. Scott was happy with the way Celtic thought we should maybe make a million quid, as you guys have just said. Um, I also think possibly with Scott, and this, again, this is just solely based on what I think. Scott Sinclair didn't spend a lot of time at the clubs that he was with. Swansea, Chelsea, Manchester City, and now Celtic. He's had four clubs in something like nine years. Eight, 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 nine years, something like that. He's obviously a player that doesn't like staying somewhere too long. And possibly he finds another club that freshens him up, that gives him a fresh injection. He's maybe, fed, he's maybe been fed up with the same... In Scotland, that's quite repetitive. You play the same team more or less four times a season. Whereas he's been used to playing in a league where you play teams twice a season. Maybe teams get wise to him as well. Maybe that explains explain his form falling off. I think there's loads of things to look at like that, guys. That's, that's my opinion. I just think Celtic try to get money out of him. I think Preston were already stuffing about around about August. If my, if my memory serves me right, I remember him getting... Like sort of quoting one of the papers is somebody was looking at him and I thought Preston was possibly one of them. Chelsea's maybe thought we could make a million quid after this guy. Get a wee, a year's wages back on him, blah 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 and take it to there. What do you make of those what do you make of those suggestions, Gordon? Because Scott raises a few decent points. Mm. He's he's never played a hundred league games for anyone apart from Celtic. In fact, not even close. He got eighty four, I think, for Swansea. Other than that, not even close. Is he the type of player that has a, a shelf life, a short shelf life at clubs? And I don't know whether it is opponents figuring him out, figuring him out, or any of the other th- things I, that Scott says. I think Scott makes a good point that Celtic tried to make some money, and you can understand that. I've got no problems whatsoever. But he's played 167 games, and I think if Scott Sinclair was still in the Celtic team, I don't think he'd be looking to go anywhere. Sometimes it takes a few clubs, Gordon. To get a fit for players You know you can go about There's players uh, uh, Throughout their career Have moved from club to club to club And then all of a sudden Found a club That suits them They enjoy it They're relaxed They love getting into training They love winning trophies So no I don't think it's uh, a case of Well he's been there for four years Or whatever it may be I'm now fed up with Scottish football I'm now fed up with Celtic What he's fed up is Quite one thing for me Not playing football because you do not go and work and train and, you know, put yourself into that condition if you're not really bored about football and you've made too much money. He's still hungry, he's still passionate. And you're not telling me that Preston's a bigger club than Celtic. If he'd an opportunity and, and, and a chance to stay at Celtic and play, he'd still be there. And you were saying Preston will be handy enough for him he can stay with his in-laws in Coronation Street. Oh yeah, it's good to know. Was it? Oh, I'll take your word for it. Scott and Bermulloc, thank you very much. 01419511025. After the travel with Stephen, we're going to hear from a former Rangers captain who sees plenty of similarities between Walter Smith and Stephen Gerrard. Get your calls in, we could be speaking to you next. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are on Twitter as well as the phones at Clyde SSB, and Scotty has been in touch. He says, Let's not beat around the bush here. Scott Sinclair was a fantastic player in seasons gone by, but you can't rest on your laurels in football. I wish the boy all the best. And thank him for his contribution over his tenure This is reaction to the news That Scott Sinclair looks set to swap Celtic for Preston During the January window uh, Rangers fans, decent time for you to get in touch 01419511025 We've been out and about speaking to A former Ranger captain today And Lee McCulloch says he can see similarities Between Walter Smith and Stephen Gerrard Particularly in the way players gave their all uh, For Smith And he's seeing similarities uh, with the current setup. I think he's just scared to um, let him down. Um, the sort of man man management skills that he had, you you wanted to to give your all for him and um, run through brick walls for him, basically the proverbial way. And um, I think that's a, a mark of his man management skills. And, and Stephen seems to have that uh, with the players, the way the players play for him, and the way the players talk about him, and this togetherness they've got in the squad. Um, I think it I think it uh, speaks volumes for him. All the all the different departments that you're managing for, for media to players to your staff uh, to the fans um, you're, you're managing all these people and, and one thing uh, having been in his company a few times he has he's got an, an aura about him and he's, he's a winner he's shown that in the past um, and, and I think the, the turnaround for the club no matter what happens this season uh, the turnaround and mentality and um, playing style I think he's got to take great, enormous credit for that him and his coaching staff Lee McCulloch also says Rangers are in the ascendancy when it comes to this season's title race. He believes experienced players will be key. The ones that know what it's all about um, for each club and a little bit of desire, experience in there. I'd say Celtic have, have, have got great experience in their, in their squad because they've done it for a couple of years, but Rangers have got good experience and Stevie Davis, Alan McGregor, all, all, these, all these players that have... have been through the course and won basically all there is to win in, in Scotland so it, it sure is exciting times for, for the old firm uh, for the running anyway when it when it starts back it's been too many years for, for a club that size to not have won anything so Rangers and Celtic's bread and butter is the league and Celtic have been have been hands down far better in previous years but now there's a, there's a serious title challenge and, and the ascendancy as we speak, is is in is in the Rangers um, the position they're in, but uh, there's a lot a lot of football to be played and a lot of lot of games still to play each other. So it's a week's a long time in football. Never mind uh, the remainder of the season to come. Well, Stephen Gerrard has, without doubt, Gordon improved Rangers immeasurably in the last eighteen months. Um, I think I'll stop short of any comparisons between him and Walter Smith for the time being. Simply because Walter Smith won so much as Rangers manager Stephen Gerrard, Lee McCullough's right, he is a winner But he's not a league winner Hasn't won a title in his career um, He's in a good place to challenge for one this season But I think, you know, Stephen Gerrard's very early in his managerial career And the pressure is on Stephen Gerrard to win trophies with Rangers Rangers were excellent in the League Cup final But they lost it They were excellent at Celtic Park and win the game But they are still two points behind Celtic At the top of the table So the next six months For me Are going to be huge In Stephen Gerrard's managerial career With Rangers If he wins the league 
then you can start comparing mm. him with some of his predecessors. I think, I think the comparisons, Gordon, were more to do mm. with the, the style, the management style, the man management thing, rather than saying uh, he, is as, he is as good as. Yeah, I think it's uh, down to the respect that both command, Gordon. Walter Smith obviously commanded respect as a manager uh, winning trophies. Uh, Stephen Gerrard just now commands respect for the footballing career that he's had and what he's brought um, in his second season now at Ibrox. And the players that he's brought in obviously buy into his methods. Uh, they say, I even heard uh, Gordon Strachan talking about it looks like he's brought the Liverpool style. Uh, that is a big task, that one. I think he's brought the formation um, and it's certainly working so far but I think Lee McCulloch's right on the money with the fact that a week is a long time in football there's a lot of football to be played so I don't think Steven Gerrard or anything involved with Rangers will be getting carried away Roger's right yes they're two points behind they're game in hand against St Johnson everybody expects Rangers to win that so there's a lot of football to be played Steven Gerrard's stock is rightly Extremely high at the minute Rangers have just won at Celtic Park For the first time in nine years If we get to the end of the season And for argument's sake Celtic win the league in goal difference Or Celtic win the league by a point How is Stephen Gerrard then viewed? Because you know Scottish football is like does It's either black or white You're either a king or a clown Well I've been both um, I've got to say And I've said it from day one That you get the backing that the Rangers managers had you look at the amount of players and what, 18 months of management? And everyone touches on, well, he's certainly improved Rangers. Of course he's going to improve Rangers' amount of players and what he's brought in, the quality he's brought in. But I've said for day one, yes, the Rangers fans love him, quite rightly so. I like the style of football, I like the players that he's brought in, I like everything about him, I like the way he handles himself. I think he's absolutely terrific for Scottish football. But when you're at a club at Rangers... And especially now in your second season I For me, you've got to win silverware Let's speak to John, who's a Rangers fan on the line What's on your mind tonight, John? Good evening, gentlemen Happy New Year Same oh, to you, John mean, It's a wee while Roger, you're, you're, you see what you said Rangers have won in nine years It's a bit in fact It's only two and a half years since we've been back in the Premier League So take the six years that we weren't there You don't include them in winning a parkade So you're right Seeing nine years took us so that in fact It only took us two and a half years oh, It's still undeniably a fact John No it's not a fact Because we weren't there no. for six years We never played them for six years yeah, At, it, In the league Exactly So that, that's you just can't You can't include that. Well, that But you've sort of made up the rules there I think we're splitting here Roger said Celtic Hadn't lost to Rangers at home In nine years That is a fact There is literally no other way That you can spin that well, I'm spinning it. It's only two and a half. Years. <laughs> <laughs> go John's way. I'm, I'm, I'm a spin bastard here. Right. Listen. My point is, many players do you think we actually need? Right. That's my first point, and I want a second point. How, after how, I how, many, how many players do Rangers win need to win the league? <laughs> I just, none. None. I none. Th- I think Rangers could could win the championship with the players that they have. However, bold statement, Roger. However. What they need to do is They all need to come out the winter break Better than they did last year when they blew it Losing at Kilmarnock and then dropping too many points Between then and the end of the season They need to keep the centre forward on the pitch Because he's already looking at a three game ban If it lands another red card It'll be a four game ban I think 
And he misses a lot You know he missed uh, All the football After the split last season They need to be lucky With injuries And they need the players To play as well As they did in the first half Of the season If they do that They have I would say a 50-50 chance Of winning the league So I don't think Necessarily they So need... you don't think Rangers will sign anyone I, in no, January? No 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 I think they may well Sign a player I think, but, no, I, I think they need I, one To answer John's question How mm. many players Do they need To challenge I don't think they need Any more I think they need one I really do And I think It's got to be In my opinion A centre forward Because The lad they've got Morelos Is terrific Scores great goals Now You're right He's banned now for three games One against Sunra Which he could play probably No disrespect He could play him up there Rangers will win well, that game Why were you pointing at me there? No yeah, well, You can play up there if you want <laughs> You've got Defoe Who's a fantastic backup Now if Morelis gets As Roger said there Gets an anti-bother again And he's out for four games Or whatever it may be You're left with Defoe Are you really signing uh, someone On that size of yeah, an if though? Me, me personally I would safeguard it, yes how, how many games would Realistically, how many games Because bear in mind Defoe's still there And you're going If Morelos is suspended And if Defoe was Yeah, but How I many, think, how many I games th- Would this third choice guy play? I, I, it doesn't You've got to safeguard yourself uh, Gordon What happens if you get out That January window Of course window you need to safeguard There becomes a point When it's just not sensible business sure. I, I think that would be Sensible business Especially Defoe's age as well Especially with what's happened with Morelos With the, the red cards I think going for a title You've got to safeguard yourself John, do you have a number in mind? Is that why you asked? No, I've not really got a number in mind Because I can, I can see where Roger's coming from I've not really I would like an striker No, uh, the, the base No, I mean uh, But at the end of the day it, it's, I see what you said come out, the, the last year we didn't come out See last year when we came out We changed our team Gerard made changes at the start of, See when you said there that We didn't commit the racing See my first game against Comano He played two players He hadn't played in my team That we just signed So upset I got an apple cart At the start of last year Against Comano If you think about it Because he played Davis And he played Defoe Right And they didn't have to, No I mean they weren't fat They didn't, didn't have the gun running So that really did cost us But it wasn't due to the fact That most of the players It was changing in our team and my formation I don't John I don't think he'll make that mistake again I think that's what uh, I think that's what he's get better at he's learning he used to come in for a bit of criticism with Rangers supporters about how, how long it takes for the substitutions I think he's learned so much in 18 months I see a different football manager tactically as well I don't think he'll, he'll come out the January winter break and all of a sudden throw two players in like Davis and Defoe and change his system, which he, he happened to do at Kilmarnock and everything backfired. I think he's learned from that. Thank you very much. That was John in Paisley, 01419511025. Uh, on Twitter at Clyde SSB, Matthew Breckenridge has sent us a clip of uh, Stormzy. Are you familiar with his work? Well he's uh, he's uh, right, Centre half <laughs> uh, Well basically he, he turned up to an interview Wearing his slippers today Because he just forgot his shoes Because when you're that famous You can do that Is he a singer or something? Singer uh, sort of that'll, that'll cover it for now So anyway Matthew says This is just like when DL Showed up at Gordon Duncan's Gaff when, In your your dressing gown House coat Call it what you want yeah. But he's put in uh, in brackets Incredibly pristine Because you remember we, uh, There were a lot of comments Saying Mrs Duncan must be a bit of a Clean freak That's a white carpet Everything in there Shoes too. off That's why I brought my slippers On the way to work today As in On my way out the door Thought I was doing a good deed Scooped up a bin bag Decided to stroll no. across the living room floor And go No I've been here Burst 
Do you want to know what was at the bottom of the bin bag? Go for it Last night's leftover chilli there was fish the in there There was all sorts All over that That Sounds white carpet they, they, they use So uh, Yes you know it's you Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Are you staying in my gaff tonight? <laughs> well that's why I was an hour late For work this afternoon Because I was on my hands and knees Giving it as good a scrub I'm, I'm not great with old domestic chores So I'm going home to face the music Gordon we'll I, I know how you feel I'm actually in the dark Cooking just now Because I can't change a bulb to get in my kitchen And that's true story I, I can't get the bulbs out Roger You've got to put this thing He's in He's a modern put, man right? Roger And I've got to wait For somebody now coming to up To change a bulb Even to, I can do that uh, No but these are, They're hard bulbs Could you have got to put <laughs> And pull it That's frightening That's plenty Back to the football please 01419511025 Scott Brown has been speaking today About the Scottish FA's decision To ban Ryan Christie If you want to hear What he had to say on that topic We'll bring you it next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here waiting to take your calls on the usual number or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Roger, what is this? Day nine in the old firm Fallout House? Mm-hmm. Day nine. Uh, it rumbles on We had Ryan Christie's ban yesterday We had Celtic's statement last night We had Scott Brown speaking about it today He says the Scottish FA's decision to ban Ryan Christie is laughable He says there's no consistency when it comes to these types of decisions Now you're going to have to watch how you tackle people Where you put your hands And it's kind of going back to the penalty situation as well Would you keep your hands beside your body when you go and block somebody And now you're going to just have to let them go past you And we just want that consistency in uh, football now with the SFA And we don't want everyone just phoning up and somebody having to get pulled up to the SFA now so we need that consistency and the club's done the right thing by sticking up for Ryan because we all think it's laughable Do you think there's been consistency? No I don't think so and I think that's what they want to get back to I think there was consistency years ago and now they want to get back to that and whether it's Obviously you don't want to see the harsh, harsh red cards and stuff and people, But some referees miss stuff and it, Something happens when it's in a kind of huddle and players come together and stuff like that and it's understandable but it's the silly decisions like that you, you can't accept that and now as I say people are going to have to worry about when they go into tackles where the hands go where everything goes and Ryan was just trying to slow him down with his body and it's unlucky for him he doesn't mean to put his hand where it goes and he just uses it as the way he turns as well uses your body so um, it, it's a harsh decision well the, the cynic Gordon would say If Scott Brown had kept his hands Beside his body against Clues Celtic might have been in the Champions League But obviously I wouldn't say that um, He's going to defend his teammate Of course he is Celtic are going to defend their employee Of course they are uh, I have a degree of sympathy for Celtic Not necessarily because of the, the detail of the incident But this is the first time the compliance officer at the SFA Has prosecuted anyone this season for violent conduct So if you're telling me That the brush between Ryan Christie and Alfredo Morelos Was the worst case of violent conduct In Scottish football this season Then I'm afraid I would have to take issue with you So I think Celtic are not going to let this lie They know they have no more route of appeal over Christie And they'll have to serve his three game ban However I would expect Celtic To take on the SFA over the workings of the compliance officer And the thought process Into why Ryan Christie was the first footballer in the country this season To be hit retrospectively With a notice of complaint for violent conduct um, I'm old fashioned, don't like the process uh, I don't think it works, really 
Um, I believe <coughs> uh, a referee should referee the game. And once it's finished, the decisions are finished, Gordon. Uh, because it opens a can of worms for them. Be- you, you look at... What about the really extreme ones? Though? I mean, even Scott Brown mentions that. Well, there's a proper off-the-ball punch or elbow. I mean, surely you well, need well, some well, sort of well, retrospective well, punishment well, there. Well, well, how long have we had football in, Sc- in Scotland? And, you know, players got on with it. Yeah, you, you maybe get an odd one here and there. And then people look at the next one. But you you do, like, say, Ryan Christie. Now, I believe Ryan Christ- Christie knows what he's doing, right? I don't believe what Scott Brown was saying there. Well, he's only trying to block him. He knows what he's doing. He's a clever football player, Ryan Christie. We've played the game. But then you open up the argument for the Celtic fans, quite rightly, to say, well, but Morelos against Celtic. And then you can look at other clubs. I, it's only my opinion... It's like VAR, everybody's got their opinion that I absolutely hate it. But I just think a referee, let him handle it. He'll make human errors, of course he will. I'll ask, you the, same, I'll ask you the same question again, though, because that's quite a big statement. So forget Ryan Christie and Alfredo Morelos for a second. Mm. You genuinely would extend that to off the ball, smashing an elbow into someone's face, punching someone, kicking someone off the ball. You wouldn't look at that retrospectively. Uh, no, I would let the I'd let the referee deal with. Yeah, but if he doesn't see it, that's the point. Yeah, well, you can get involved, and then you you talk about act of violence. Who decides that then? You know what I mean? I, Surely there has I, to be something, Roger. Again, I'm not I've, talking Ryan Christie talking anymore. Gordon's ga- taking me games, on. Our games went for years, Gordon, and there've been a lot of things that have been missed. But football, yeah, but, in but me, things I, things move on. I don't think there's a league in the world well, where you're well, allowed to punch someone off the, the ball. VAR has been brought in, and is Andy telling me that's been a success? So just so that we're clear, because I need to be very clear on this, you would be happy for a player. To punch another player off the ball And if it's not seen by the ref You leave it there I, d- I don't think it's right seen, seen the game How many times Does that really happen? Well maybe in it would game, happen more If they knew uh, that They couldn't the, get done retrospectively In the game of football What happens So maybe to, it would happen more though What happens to the bottom The bottom leagues That, that don't have the, the You know the, the, the TV cameras And everything To watch all that Is it fair on them? You, they can still get retrospectively done For yeah, stuff and, and listen The, the problem Dan I disagree with that I think there should be Some process in place That if you say Gordon Somebody gets punched Somebody gets kicked off The ball and the elbow The referee doesn't see That there should be A process of punishment there However It needs to be Administered properly And I think the problem That Celtic have And I'm sure Celtic Are not alone in this In Scottish football The problem they have Is the random nature of this We were joking A couple of weeks ago In this show Gordon does Claire White still work for the SFA? She'd been so quiet she had, nobody, nobody was getting any notices of complaint this season And then suddenly From nowhere Ryan Christie gets done for this And loses his appeal yesterday The clash between Christie and Morelos Even if you agree with us, Even if you think Ryan Christie did it deliberately There's no way That is the worst case of violent mm. conduct In this country this season James is in Mary Hill What's your point tonight James? Hi, uh, good evening guys Hi, Happy James. New Year Same Happy to you James uh, Well my point tonight is you sh- Everybody's hanging Alfredo Morelos out to dry here uh, About his bookings He's sending arson and things like that Right Now you guys will know better than me And you can check the stats You know what I mean I've looked back But Ryan Christie Is just He's getting more bookings Just as many bookings And sending raps as Morelos has got So How's nobody making an issue To uh, uh, Christie Is it a wee issue They knew because they sent a I mean, but uh, I, I just don't know. You tell me. What do you mean the same amount of sending offs? If you're going over the last couple of weeks, then yeah, 
Yeah, no, he's, no, he's I close. Think it's a fair request. What else played in Finland for what, four years? He never did a book and they're sending off on time. He comes here and he's getting bullied rotten and he's made a scapegoat, really. That he, he, it doesn't matter what my realist is. Now, it's going on and on and on for the past couple of years. And I'm, he's a, the press especially are dry, going to drive the guy out the, the, the Scottish football. Yeah, I mean, I don't have the exact stats to hand, but, but since James asked Roger, I guess it would be, what's the, take, let's take it over the last two seasons, for instance, would Ryan Christie have one red... Did he get sent off last season? Just this season? He was sent off at Livingston for the challenge yeah, yeah. Scott Robinson and then this season let, and then let, effectively Let's call a this a red yeah. so, so two reds this season Which is the same as Morelos So yeah, yeah if, you, I, if you want to compare it this season I, If you take last season Morelos got five And and they'll both miss the first three games After the split One in the cup And two each in the league So I think they both need to Improve their discipline Ryan Christie Does not want to be known As a you know a dirty player um, it, it doesn't really strike me as the your traditional midfield hard man, I have to say, but his disciplinary record this season now, mm. whether you agree with it or not, it leaves something. Where to I don't ag- where I don't agree with James is that Morelos is getting bullied. I, I I do not buy that at all. I think he gives as good as he gets. Uh, yeah, players will try and wind. That's part of football. That's what it's all about. Players will try and get into your head, wind you up. You've got to have discipline. I defended Morelos uh, after he gets sent off against Motherwell. And I thought, you know what? Yeah, it was a silly celebration. He's got a second yellow card. I wasn't concerned about his his discipline again. And then all of a sudden, he goes and gets his cell sent off at Celtic. So Morelis can look after his cell. I don't think he gets bullied and he'll get pushed out of Scottish football. I think that's nonsense. So, James, does it not really just depend what time frame you're talking about? If you talk this season, yes, Morelos and Christie's disciplinary records look pretty similar. If you take this season and last season, then clearly Morelos has far more red cards than, than Ryan Christie does. So, I think you can you can take whatever time frame you want to suit your own opinion on it, James, by the sounds of it. No, no. Who did Celtic sign a Christie Was it Ross County? Inverness. Inverness, right. How many times have you sent Inverness? Nine times is about. Thank you. I rest, was... my, I rest my case at that one. You, you guys take it and you get back to me before the end of the show. And I can guarantee his, his discipline the record will be very, very similar to Morelis's. So I will, I will, I will look up. So do you, I, I, so don't, you... I don't think Ryan Chris has been sent off seven times in his career. Well, I, I would I'd dispute that. No, he hasn't. Maybe, he hasn't, maybe James. Five, five or six anyway. And you check it and you guys get back to me. And I have, can have you checked it, it, James? Sorry? Have you checked it? Uh, yeah, I've had a wee look. Aye. Right. Just so, just so we're just so we're clear, then, James, because I, I don't know. I'm, this isn't a loaded question, and I will I will look it up. You think that Ryan Christie's red cards per game ratio will be similar to Morelos's? Guaranteed. Hmm, Guaranteed. One. Okay, there's one for us to look up during um. this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football. It is beat the pundit time. Roger Hanna was trying his best. You should have seen him quite pathetic. Actually, came into the office earlier, tried to suggest that because it's a new year, that his minus one gets wiped out when he starts on zero. Listen, it's a stats-based appeal. The uh, caller from Japan or the tweeter from uh-huh. Japan on Saturday had all the statistics laid before you, Gordon. Yep. In black and white. Undeniable. I'm well down the table in terms of percentage wins. Okay, appeal dismissed. Roger Hanna's still on minus one. Gordon DL is here as well. And if you want to play them tonight on Beat the Pundit, you have to call right now. 0141 951 1025. You have to call before the news at seven. And don't forget, after seven, the team of the decade, the guys need your midfield suggestions. So get them in as well. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna are here. We've been looking at the imminent, I think that's the right word, imminent move to Preston from Celtic for Scott Sinclair. We heard from uh, Lee McCulloch. We're still getting some feedback on Ryan Christie's ban as well. So any calls on the above, you can keep them coming. But the guys really need your help Because it's team of the decade time Something we're running across this week Hugh Evans and Alex Ray picked the goalkeeper And the defenders last night So tonight Roger and Gordon Are going to pick the midfielders But they need your help So get all your suggestions in After we do this With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football It is beat the pundit time Start of a new calendar year Gordon I know you're very keen To add yeah. to your Statistics I'm, I'm going well and Roger Hanna is here as well uh, William from Port Glasgow Is taking on one of them tonight How are you William? Uh, not too bad guys Happy New Year to you yeah, Thank you very much Same to you William I'm going to toss the coin William uh, Roger Hanna Regardless of what he says Still starts on minus one He'll be lucky if he doesn't move to minus two Before the end of the season Gordon DL starts on zero Let's oh. see what we've got and it's the zero man Gordon DL Tails Is this your first of the, the new year? You never even said who was head, who was tails oh, How okay. long have you been yeah. here? You're always tails yeah, yeah, Because okay. you stand on that side Okay This is my first is of, the of the new year, year? Good. I'm quite excited Nervous or? No I'm never nervous, nervous. Okay. I'm confident Gordon Confident William I'm going to give him some Clyde 2 in his ear That way he cannot hear us uh, you've got 30 seconds You're going head to head with Gordon You can pass So that's the secret If you don't know it Pass it Move on to the next one okay Right Good man Your time starts now <coughs> Irish pair Conor McCarthy and Jamie McGrath Have joined which Scottish Premiership side? Pass During which decade did Scotland suffer, the, suffer their biggest ever defeat A 7-0 loss to Uruguay Which decade? 70s Who's the manager of Preston? Alex Neil. Which former Motherwell and Aberdeen boss is currently with Eastbourne Borough? Can you repeat that one? Which former Motherwell and Aberdeen manager is currently with Eastbourne Borough? Mark McGee. Eros Gresda left Rangers to join which Croatian club? Ozzyek. Okay. Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Same set of questions to you. You ready? Yeah. Irish pair Conor McCarthy and Jamie McGrath have joined which Premiership side? Scottish Premiership. During which decade did, oh, no. did Scotland suffer their biggest defeat A 7-0 loss to Uruguay 60s Who is the manager of Preston? Alec Neil. Which former Motherwell and Aberdeen boss Is currently with Eastbourne Borough? Mark McGee Eros Gresda has left Rangers To pa- join which pass, Croatian club? I know, pass. How many different countries Has Scotland international Barry Douglas played in? Three Who has been announced Had just started at Be Quick Who has yeah. just been announced As Daniel Stendel's assistant? Sievers Is it Sievers Sievers Nah Oh, oh you've got to give me that uh, William what do you think I think it's a close one I don't know I think it might either be a draw or He's beat me by one mm, Let's try And if it goes to the last question And I don't get it There'll be a fight Well we producer Andy's decision anyway uh, Irish pair Conor McCarthy And Jamie McGrath Have joined which Scottish Premiership side Saint It Mary. is St Mirren So Gordon goes 1-0 in front During which decade I knew you take this one did Scotland suffer the biggest defeat A 7-0 loss to Uruguay? 50s It was the 50s oh, What did William say? He's still goalless at the moment I good William uh, Who's the manager of Preston? It's Alex Neil. You both knew that one So Gordon goes into a 2-1 lead uh, Which former Motherwell and Aberdeen manager Is currently with Eastbourne Borough? It is Mark McGee You both knew it 
Oh. So Gordon's got three and William has got two. Eros Gresda has remember. left to join Oziek. Don't tell me. William got it. Oh, disaster. So it's three all. How many different countries has Scotland international Barry Douglas played in? It's four. Scotland, Poland, Turkey and England. Don't you tell said me he got that. He did not get it. Good. Who has been announced as Daniel Stendel's assistant at Hearts? Come on, I've got to get this. Did William get it? William didn't get it. Oh, come on, that's Producer a victory. Andy. Come on, Andy. What do you make of his pronunciation, Roger? Uh, what is the right pronunciation? I'll, I'll leave it up to the producer. Don't involve me. What is the right one? Jorg Seavers. Seavers! I said Seavers! <sighs> Gordon, honestly, playback Seavers. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what, William? It pains me to say it, but I think he was close enough. Nah, I will. And believe me, William, I don't do that lightly. I love nothing more. I'll tell you what, I'm a fair sport. You want to go to a tiebreaker? We just go to the tiebreaker. Go tiebreaker. <laughs> I'm a fair sport. But, but we'll, yeah, put, we'll, we'll put you. We'll put it in your win column because that's all you care about. Yeah, yeah. we'll add yeah. to the statistics. This, but, this we'll, could be embarrassing here. But for for the ball, we'll go. We'll go right. to the tiebreaker. Send William half the ball. <laughs> right, here's the deal, William. I'm going to read out the question. I'll get Gordon okay. DL to write his answer down, and I'll then invite you to tell me yours. Okay. Okay, no problem No hanging about though right? No, no, you need to be straight right. in with this one For the nature of the question right. In what year I know Was Kilmarnock's Chris Burke born? Write something down straight away Don't try and figure it out Hold it up Okay, what would you go for William? Oh Hurry up William 1983 Oh, close William goes 1983 Gordon goes 1984 The answer Is 1983 He's got it William's got it right in the house It's 1983 The ball is on its way to Port Glasgow Oh it's not fast enough to do that William did you google that? Didn't google it Tell the truth who googled it for you I could hear I could hear a typewriter going I'm I'm backing you William The same ball's on its way But don't worry We won't take it off you Because I know you you, you care passionately about your I was a victory Your win percentage Right but I'm I'm quite happy Because it's a new year William 83 spot I think I think that was the I think that was the fairest way Because William actually Didn't hear one of the questions as well We didn't add on any time So I think that's a nice compromise He was too busy on Google He didn't Google that Yeah he did He had somebody sitting there Can you imagine how long It would take you to Google it You can't even change The lights in your kitchen And you think William Googled it in three seconds He took more than three seconds Producer Andy will time it You'll listen back Time it Andy please This ball's on its way anyway not a lot of nonsense Right How would you uh, Just uh, if I digress For a second Gordon how, how are you planning To cook your dinner tonight Dan? He does it in the dark He's, he's, he's phone oh, talking the fridge door <laughs> And opens the fridge <laughs> He was telling me All about it on Sunday And Horrendous I had um, I had images of him Going round with You know the head torch on One of them <laughs> with, with the headband And just trying to And you've actually Got a bit of feedback What's he saying What's he saying An electrician Hmm Oh no, Stephen's actually just listening to the show whilst walking around Asda and he's, he's laughing away at himself because he's seen all the food and he's imagining you. Um, but but th- you this, is, this is where I've let myself down badly. Two things tonight. I should have just buried William and got him out the road. And I regret that now. And secondly, the easiest thing today is probably take a lamp in and just switch have, off. Have you, even in the dark, have you spilled any food in the carpet? No. No? No. No, okay. no chilli. On a white one yeah. Or a cream Whatever it is People are, are tweeting Because before the news A caller called to ask For the, the, the statistics On Alfredo Morelos's Red cards Compared to Ryan Christie's Roger uh, People are, are sending Lots of things in From over the last 33 games Last 35 I don't know why we would 
Why would we do that? Would, should we just do it over their careers? Because that yeah. seems to be the 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 fairest way of doing it. Um, you forgot. I'm trying to remember what, how many have been rescinded and all the rest of it. This is the territory we're in here. It's, we're, we're truly getting beyond it now. But if you really care, and I I don't, I must admit, mm. um, Ryan Christie has five red cards in 206 professional appearances. Go on, give us the arithmetic. I'll Gordon. calculate that out to maybe one in forty-two. Forty-one. So you get sent off every forty-one games. Alfredo Morelos has seven red cards in one hundred and fifty-five career appearances, which is a red card every twenty-two games. Do you care? I don't know. Some people appear it's good to stats on Twitter though, because do you know that you could leave him out every twenty-second game? That's true. Oh, and I, I think one was rescinded last season, so you'd have to adjust his um, his ratio. And Ryan Christie's is this one really a red because it's a retrospective ban? I'm done with the statistics on that Rip one up, I must say on, Let's on. move on uh, Right Your Scottish football team of the decade We're running this across A couple of nights at the start of this week The guys have to come up with a definitive 11 But you have to help You have to provide the suggestions So get on the phones right now 0141 951 1025 Or tweet us At Clyde SSB Tonight it's all about the midfield The team looks like this at the moment It's got Alan McGregor in goal it's got a right back of Mikel Lustig, centre backs of Virgil van Dijk and Davy Weir, and a left back of Andy Robertson. Tell oh. you what, the boys have set a, a hard task here. Now, just They've to be clear, hard, there are no rules, there are no restrictions. All they have to do to have qualified is played up here in the decade. It's not so even. It's not called the Premiership team in the decade. It's it doesn't just called, matter how many games. It's up to you. I'll start yeah. you off. I'm going for, for the for, for the case of debate. Okay. The midfield four I chose, and there were restrictions in the Scottish Sun with no more than three players from any one team. Four midfielders I chose were James Forrest. Yep. Scott Brown. Yep. John McGinn. Nope. Rudy Scatchell. Oh, gotcha. I'll explain they why. They had to have, I'll explain why. Why. I had to have three from each As we move on. But what I will say is the goalie and the back four chosen by Hugh Keevens and Alec Ray last night only differed in one from my team mm. I think Michael Lustig was in their team and I had David yeah. Gray in mind yeah, See, you, you had restrictions You had to yeah. pick mm-hmm. X amount from each team We don't have that And I don't want you to pick right this second We're going to work through it between now and 8 o'clock We're going to get the listeners to help us on Twitter And on the phones at Clyde SSB um, Four midfielders though, Gordon yeah. Across an entire decade You don't always know what a decade is yeah, But we've, I'm right on we the explained ball it to you during the break You've been phoning Roger all week worrying about it mm. um, I've got a couple Throw some names at us Like I say You don't need to pick right now Right uh, Well Your obvious one is you got to be Scott Brown in there Right Fine But here's Here's one Right Right out of play And I think Only bar an injury He would have went On just now He'd be one of the best players In Scotland Turnbull At Mullermore There you go over, a, over the entire decade? Yeah I thought that season When he scored What 18 goals or something Last From season. the mid- middle part he got his dream move to Celtic Every club in England was looking at the lad Terrific talent That's why I say does he have to play for so many years I think I would put Turnbull in there I had a, you know, There's no restrictions obviously in this team You would pick him ahead of Callum McGregor and Stephen Davis? Uh, well I'm, I've got another three still to come I've got Scott Brown there So I have another mm. two to come I might play a five midfield you like <laughs> no, no 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 It's a 4-4-2 <laughs> 
That's that's the last <laughs> thing we need. It's a four four two. Um but seriously, there are no and people are getting very hung up on this, and I suppose that's the whole point. It, it's a great debate, it's a great argument. Some people will have only played here for two years, some might have played for ten, some might have played for nine or eight. I, I can't well, believe he's forgotten about Stuart Armstrong. He loves Stuart Armstrong the, the for logic, years up here. Hugh Keevens' argument last night, and no, there, are, there are no right or wrong arguments. He felt that Virgil van Dyke's two years were better than some people's eight or nine. And I, it really is I, up to I you I agree with that uh, But I'm trying to think out the box Roger Because it is easy to go Right okay you get Davis, Brown You've got McGregor You've got Forrest You've got people like that Have a look at who, Who's Aberdeen had Who's Like say There's there's a player I used to um, Eremenko for instance Yeah Kelly. Kelly. Kelly I thought Entertain On his day To entertain you Was absolutely brilliant Malone Boo at Kelly Yeah Came to Celtic Was poor I wouldn't put him in there uh, He wouldn't be in my team But I'm just trying to think out the box mm. Gordon What are your team. own Because like I say This is just, it really is up to you what, what are your own sort of personal feelings Would you go for that longevity That, that guy who Who really did it across the decade Or are you going for quite simply Who, who is the best player What, think, what, what weighs more to, in your you mind You have to try and strike a mix Because I agree with the boys last night About Virgil van Dijk I agree with the boys last night About Andy Robertson um, guys who came in Did a very good job But have then just gone to another level As Alec Ray would talk about But in terms of longevity and success That is right Scott Brown Eight league titles I think in the decade James Forrest Eight league titles in the decade Ten cups each I believe between the Scottish and league cups I don't think you can ignore The success that those two players have had Okay uh, Kenny's an Airdrie Who have you got in mind For this team of the decade Kenny midfielders uh, Rudy Scott, oh, I knew you'd say that, Kenny. <laughs> when I heard Gordon, I, I was actually thinking it last night when I heard he's discussing the team, and I thought Scatchel's a certainty. Uh, I, you know, I mean, I've been around long enough to see decent guys with, with left pegs, but you've not seen a left foot since David Cooper uh, since we got Scatchel. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe John. Come on, Kenny. Yeah. One good cup final. Oh, he had more than that. He had one good no, cup no, final. Come Gordon. on, Kenny. And don't a left foot like David Cooper. Come on, Kenny. Oh God, aye, aye. You're grasping his No, he's not in the team he's <laughs> Roger, what do you think? Well, he's my team So I think Kenny's absolutely correct Ah, but you had to pick The maximum of three So it's completely different You were manipulated Into some of those choices <laughs> With everyone available Does Rudy Scatchel Get in your team of the decade Scottish football? Absolutely no chance I'll bet you say no There you are Don't sit in the fence, Roger I'm just. I'm trying to think if, if I'm balancing a team here. If, I, if I've got Forrest in the right and Brown in the middle, and I'm allowed two more, uh-huh. must, it must be. A, it must be a contender uh, on the left of midfield. Brown, and, Brown and Forrest aren't in yet. By the way, I suspect uh, they might uh, be, uh, but they won't. Uh, not uh, in yet. Davis obviously at Rangers has been. It's a possibility. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, you've got a shout for McGregor. I'm. I'm talking about guys that I thought, like, say the lad Turnbull, right? I really thought that. He would have went all the way I think he would have been playing In Celtic's first team He's that good uh, did, So what about impact they had at, at their club Does that come into your thinking Because obviously We know the Celtic guys Are going to have won more trophies Kenny's coming very much And Rudy Scatchel did win Silverware mm-hmm. um, But when, when you become that That sort of main man in the team Is that Is that an important characteristic It may be Because you look at the likes of John McGinn John McGinn won a League Cup With St Mirren then went on to Hibernian, won the second tier with Hibernian, established himself in the top division with Hibernian, and then went on, and he's now scoring hat-tricks for Scotland. So he has had an impact 
and three different teams, mm-hmm. if you like, throughout the decade. So you oh, can that's a nice case. I then. like that. Yeah. I like you that. Can, Roger. You, you could make a claim for for John McGinn, but certainly if you're talking about impact on teams, Daz is talking about Eremenko at Kilmarnock. Kenny's talking about Scatchell there at Hearts. I mentioned McGinn at St, at St Mirren and Hibs. That that has to be a consideration. Any other Hearts players that would get near it, Kenny? Uh, at the moment, I could throw a dart. We like throwing a dart at a dartboard, Julie. Uh, Hearts players. Come on, Kenny. Romanoff was there. You've only got three hundred and fifty to choose from. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I would go back to somebody like Bloomin Donald Ford or Drew Busby. Oh, you know what I mean? But but Kenny, Kenny, now you are talking, mate. Donald no. Ford and tell you Drew what, Busby. If it was left up to Gordon Deal and his loose definition of what a decade is, oh. then they would probably be in there. Jim Crookshank, the goalkeeper. Can't beat that old team Prentice, a winger Remember Prentice What a player he was <laughs> They play Ken- in 2010 to 2020 no? Unfortunately no Right okay Thanks to Kenny on the line Any suggestions Keep them coming There are loads on Twitter Very popular choices at the moment Are James Forrest Scott Brown I'm seeing some love for Stephen Davis Ryan Jack John McGinn Is the Ryan Jack love coming from Rangers fans <laughs> Or Aberdeen fans Well I think you know which um, We'll read out some of the cases But keep the calls coming in You need to convince the guys 01419511025 um, start on the right of midfield then I'm going to ask you to start Start nailing someone Is there Forrest. anyone else? Is it is, nah. it is it a guarantee? Yeah, you've got to uh, And Roger put up and the it, it, was, it was footballer of the year as well You speak about mm. Scott Sinclair's scoring stats His scoring stats are fantastic He's got a hat-trick for Scotland in there Pretty, pretty sure he was young player of the year One year as well during the decade um, He is one of the most decorated footballers in Celtic's history He's nailed on Anything to add, Gordon? No, totally agree. I can't argue with that. I think everyone would say that Forrest deserves to be in this team. I think it's 18 trophies. I was just counting them up. I think it's 18 yeah. trophies across the decade. A you football, can't argue a, with that, Gordon. A, a, a PFA Player of the Year, a Football Writers Player of the Year in the same year. Um, young Player of the Year as well. Yeah, he's a... Like I say, stats aren't everything and, and honours aren't because clearly the, the better teams are going to win more silverware. But got, you would be struggling for a case for anyone else, wouldn't you? I've got Joey Barton here. <laughs> Could maybe make a case for him. <laughs> so James Forrest is in as your first midfielder. One million percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nailed on. Roger, you need to be happy. We need consensus here. Oh yes, Forrest, hundred percent. Okay, James Forrest is in. Three more positions to be filled, but we need your help. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Find out who they are next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. There are sl- three slots left in the midfield for their Scottish football team of the decade. They've already decided James Forrest is in. He is he was a unanimous choice amongst the guys. Not even much debate about it. So three positions left. You need to help them though 01419511025 Twitter At Clyde SSB Now listen We've still got the teaser We don't take the teaser away for anything So it just means it's going to be a really busy end to the show And I'll read the question You can work away at it in your own time John Smith sent it in As he always does on a Tuesday night And he says Can you name the 11 Englishmen Who've scored in a Scottish Cup or FA Cup final since 93 That have never been capped Name 11 Englishmen Who've scored in either a Scottish Cup Or English FA Cup final since 93 And have never been capped He says it doesn't include players born in England Who've been capped for another country Okay, okay. 
So Gordon One more time for you 11 Englishmen Who've scored in a Scottish Or FA Cup final Since 93 But have never been capped One nil leaps out Gary Hooper Yes He got two didn't he In 2013 against Hibs But never been capped by England Paul Rideout Oh that's a great shout oh, Can you give me the detail Paul Rideout 95 FA Cup final Everton against Man United No England caps Well you done sure? Yeah I'd argue that one <laughs> Would you? Don't really know. <laughs> okay. I'm only trying to buy myself something. Hey, Rod Wallace. Oh, you're flying, mate. Yeah, you are flying, Roger. Just keep it going, Roger. Any more? Not at the moment. Danny Wallace. <laughs> okay. Right, that's fine. That's a good start. We're looking for 11 Englishmen who've scored in either a Scottish Cup or FA Cup final since '93, but I've never been capped. Get your answers in at Clyde SSB. We need your help on this team of the decades. James Forrest is in. Three more midfield spots up for grabs. John is in Hamilton. What have you got for us, John? Uh, James MacArthur, uh, using the same premise that Andy Robertson got into the team. Uh, he went down south and he's had a good career down south. Mm. Won the FA Cup with uh, a minnow down there in Wigan. And when they got relegated, they went, moved on to Crystal Palace and he's become a mainstay of the Crystal Palace team. It's a fair point. It's a fair point, John. Roger, I wonder if what goes against James MacArthur, and listen, we, we, except Andy Robertson and, and some others, Virgil van Dijk was only here for two years, but James MacArthur left our league in, in 2010. Like so, he, he was here for a couple of months of the decade. You can't really argue with what's happened thereafter. Is he enough to get in your team? James McArthur's a very good player, and I have to say about James McArthur. James McArthur has made more of his career down south than I would have expected him to. He was an FA Cup winner. We're talking about guys who've scored in FA Cup finals. Here's one, Ben Watson. Right, enough about the teaser. Though, back to the call. His former teammate James McArthur. They did much appreciated, John. Uh, they did really well at Wigan. They've both gone on to Crystal Palace, McCarthy, via Everton. They've done terrifically well. Far better than I expected them to. And McArthur is still pulling up trees for Crystal Palace. Um, he is definitely worth consideration for the team. Not sure he'll quite squeeze in. Did you always think Johnny would go on to, to hit these heights or has he even surpassed your expectations? Um, Probably surpassed the expectations I had of him when he left Halton. Um he was my type of player, a box-to-box player. Uh, but I think he's developed over the years and he's become a really substantial midfielder. Yeah, he is a very good player, Gordon. You can't yeah. deny that. Um, John came on with the Andy Robertson comparison. I did say there are no rules, there are no restrictions, but Andy Robertson did play... It's called the Scottish Football Team of the Decade. Mm-hmm. Andy Robertson played for Queen's Park and Dundee United within that decade. Had a couple of seasons at each, or was it one season at Dundee United? And, and then we know what he's gone on to do. James MacArthur, as good as he is, two months. He, he left in 2010. Is that is that? Are we stretching it too much? <sighs> yes, for me. Um, I I spoke to Roger about him at the break, um, and when you told me that he'd only been here in the decade for so many months, Gordon, I'm unfortunately not going to consider him tonight in the team. Okay, John, it was a good try. You put up a good case. That was John and Hamilton. Thank you very much. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Uh, what have we got here on Twitter We're getting some interesting shouts coming in uh, ABF says Ryan Jack I thought he was decent But under Gerard, He's been unplayable at times I think he deserves a shout at least 
Let's go for your, your sort of first choice then And I'm wondering if this is a, a similarly easy one to mm-hmm. James Forrest You've got one central midfielder to pick It's got to be Scott Brown um, I don't think anyone can argue with that, Gordon So he's definitely in the middle of the park Unless Roger has a chat Then I need to let him go and release him um, But I'm sure Roger will back me up The amount yeah. of trophies, skipper is... Uh, not even just Celtic, Scotland as well. So I've got to say, Scott Brown will be a stick on for me. Yeah, 100%. And is that same case as James Forrest? Yeah, 18 no, trophies like across the decade of football. Argue. He's got a Football Writers Player of the Year in that time. Yeah. Um, so I, again, yeah, you would be kind of struggling to put up a, a yeah, case I against him. I don't you? think you could find four midfielders who would put in a team ahead of Scott Brown. He will play. He's, in, he's in lockdown. He's almost ticking every box, Gordon, because yeah. we mentioned the Van Dykes and, and the Robertsons who maybe just showed, showed glimpses for a while and then went on to achieve. But you're talking about the, the entire decade from start to finish, an absolute mainstay in the most successful club team across that decade. Still going strong. Still winning trophies. Captain of the club. Leading by example, being the captain of his country, you can't you can't uh, pick a, a midfield four and leave Scott Brown out. He's got to be in there. So I would say lock him in, Gordon. I think he's a certain starter, mighty me anyway. Okay, well, just like that, that's half your midfield gone. So yeah. many players to choose from. So many great players across the decade. You've got James Forrest on the right hand side of midfield. You've got Scott Brown. In the centre of midfield Do you give him the captain's armband? Is that just yeah. an automatic? Yeah Yeah we'll give him uh, We'll give him the armband I think he's a leader of men I think he's shown that uh, Throughout his career So I've got to say Respect on his left arm Yeah armband. <laughs> right, Okay uh, John is in the East End John they're going to need another central midfielder Are you got any ideas? Yeah, well, I was actually thought about one there, and I actually just thought about another one, having just been on hold waiting to speak to you guys Go for it. as a left-sided midfielder. Um, but my the first person I phoned up about was Wanyama, the centre of midfield. I know he's been linked with coming back to Celtic, possibly. He done a lot with Celtic, won trophies, obviously scored a grand goal against Barcelona, got his big move to Southampton, and then an even bigger move to Spurs. Yeah, um, well, okay, he's maybe fell out of the team now, um, but that was my idea. And my other one, which I was going to throw in, was left-sided midfielder with Johnny Hayes. Okay, let's let's take them individually. So Victor Wanyama, um, again, if you want to go for honours, two SPL titles at the mm. start of the decade, a Scottish Cup. He was the SPL Young Player of the Year as well, I believe, in that time. Is that a good shout? Uh, it's a decent shout um, But unfortunately for me My midfield <coughs> Doesn't have a room for Wanyama Well it might have. If John puts up a convincing enough case You might yeah, have to yeah, put him Yeah and he's tried his best uh, Roger may back him up uh, Terrific athlete Terrific footballer But we're also going for trophies And you know There's there's people out there That's added so much to their teams Gordon That I just think deserves to be in there, we just can't pick every Celtic player because of the amount of trophies they've won. Well, you can if they deserve it. Well, yeah, but I'm not. I'm I'm going a wee bit outfield. Roger, if you what, know what, I mean. what was the what was it that made him so good, or, or the impact Victor Wanyama? Was it because of maybe the unknown factor as well? Let's be honest, I don't think many people knew who he was. He arrived for a very small fee. I think it was under a million pounds, round, was, round yeah. about a million pounds. And to then go on and do what John says, score against Barcelona, instantly stood out. One of those guys, maybe not in the same 
bracket as as um, Van Dyke, but one that you suspected that pretty soon would move on to, to, yeah, to a, actually, a different level. It's actually the flip side of the James McCarthy thing. I was saying McCarthy and MacArthur made more of their careers down south than I expected them to. When Yama actually hasn't kicked on the way I thought, good at Southampton when he first went down the road, got his move to Tottenham, but he sort of stalled a bit there. Um, nowhere to be seen under the last, you know, the, the last months of Pochettino under Mourinho so far. And I would think this transfer window in the next will be big in Victor Wanyama's career. Good player, worthy of consideration. John, why do you say Johnny Hayes for your other left midfield slot? Um, I just think he's been he's been a standout. He was a standout for Aberdeen. Um, so so much so he even made it into the Republic Island squad. And then he came with Celtic. I know obviously Celtic kind of played him out of that position more of a like a left back role. Um, but he's his. Favourite position, I think, is the left side of midfield. That was, that was just an idea. I no, was the, that was there up. are no bad ideas, and he mm. certainly ticks the the sort of long service box, if you like. Roger, yeah, he played here for clubs, he? yeah. a lot of the decade. Done for three clubs. Okay, we'll, we've still got a bit of time to go before we get to the. The, the last midfielder Because this is going to be the other thing This isn't a team that's going to have to go out and play a game So I don't know if you really worry about balance as such I don't know you, I don't think you need an out-and-out winger You just need uh, a couple of more midfielders Here's a consideration for you I Hibbs is on Do you see where this one might be going? Mm-hmm. John McGinney says A cup winner with St Mirren A cup mm-hmm. winner with Hibbs And then he goes on to list his Achievements elsewhere Championship playoff Villa All round live action superhero He says for Scotland Seven goals and 21 appearances Best ratio of anyone in the decade Having played a minimum of 10 games So IHIBS is bringing the Scotland thing into it And remember there are no rules The team is called the Scottish football team of the decade So I don't mind a, a little bit of Outside the box Is that a I think there's case? some Yeah yeah. he's got to be round about the, the squad And maybe first pick If someone You know That's a great case put up Wanyama's a great case You've got guys like McGregor, Davis You've got all these Fantastic footballers Very hard this one Gordon really is What in particular would Would lean you towards John McGinn If you are leaning that way Just really the points that I Hibbs was making there I made them myself earlier on in the show You know St Mirren Don't win that many major trophies He was a key player All the way to the final at Hamden against Hearts I think 2013 it was They won the Cup 3-2 Won his move to Hibs Developed his career well at Hibs Was a winner Medal winner with Hibs As I Hibs is telling us Won his move to Aston Villa And as well as developing his club career He has developed his international career For a long time He was just in the sort of fringes of the squad 10 minutes here 20 minutes there He's now arguably The first pick In a decent midfield And Steve Clark And all the Scotland fans Are already worried that this injury Will rule him out of the playoff semi-final against Israel And hopefully a playoff final as well Right, that sounds a little bit to me like We've got consensus on John McGinn Uh, I I think he's got to be really considered Me personally I would probably put him in, Gordon I think he's he's earned his place I don't know what Roger's thinking Yeah are you happy? I've put him in my, my other team, so I'm going to have I, him in yeah, this team. Yeah. The other team, yeah, obviously, yeah. restrictions, Roger. There are yeah. no restrictions tonight, so you're free just to say what you want. Um, I think McGinn deserves to be in there, yeah. Okay, fine. You you, listen, it's your decision. Yep, it's your decision. In. James Forrest is in there, Scott Brown next to him, John McGinn. 
Which means one more midfield slot available It doesn't have to be a winger It's like I say This team isn't going out to play tomorrow You don't need to worry about balance or tactics uh, It's just a bit of fun Duncan is a Rangers fan With one space remaining Duncan who would you suggest? Yeah mate I, I'm thinking about a guy that's uh, Played in a European final He's captained his country At a major European tournament He's also played in the English Premiership And captained a team down there Which I don't think Scott Brown's done But never mind uh, I'm thinking about Steve Davis well, I certainly mentioned him. I think that he's got to be a massive contender, Gordon, uh, because that is a terrific argument. The career that the lads had, uh, still has, uh, still producing uh, some beautiful football. So I think Davis has got to be a contender. What won the first two SPL championships as they were then? Won the first two of the decade and was a key man for Walter Smith in those title wins. Um, amazingly at the end of the decade He's having a renaissance under Stephen Gennard Outstanding at Celtic Park In the last mm-hmm. game of the decade So without doubt It has to come under consideration So it doesn't quite fit the the, the the you know the Scott Brown or the James Forrest Where he's done it across the full decade But you, you do think that what you've seen From from the couple of years within the decade You think that's enough Because you can pick guys just because quite simply You think they're brilliant footballers that, That's alright well, as well Well I, I think, I think Davis is a brilliant footballer I've got to say so Certainly in, in your thinking oh, For the oh, last place Yeah unless someone Comes up with Something, something just Yeah something better it, I look at it And I think Yeah I totally agree with that Davis has got to be Really a Strong contender here Duncan what are you making Of him now That he's, he's come back up Is he As good as he was then Is he, is he different From the player that left he's, he's definitely A different player I think he's a much better player now. You can see the the experience. And I'm I'm not going to go on about Sunday But I think that Rangers midfield Totally bossed again Sunday And Steve Davis was the one that Pulled the strings The guy doesn't panic He sees a pass He knows when to play When to hold He's just he's just done everything And the fact that he's went down to England He's proved himself in England Which uh, a lot of Scottish midfielders haven't uh, He was wanted down in England Which a lot of Scottish midfielders aren't uh, I, I just think And I, I, I was I was 50-50 in coming back I'll be honest But I think under Stephen Gerrard And Gary Mack He's, he's an absolute Rolls Royce player When you look back to that game Roger Because it still seems to be All everyone's talking about anyway So we might as well The fact that you actually Was brought back into the starting 11 From Rangers Didn't, didn't well, need well, to make that well, change well, But it kind of tells you What they think of We've well, spoken this show On a Tuesday before the game And Rangers have been playing well Scott Arfield had been playing well mm-hmm. And we discussed whether or not Stephen Gerrard would bring Stephen Davis straight back into the team And we sort of agreed among ourselves It would be very harsh on whoever who was left out And when the teams were announced I thought, well, I didn't know. you know, it's a harsh one in Scott Arfield but Stephen Gerrard called it right Stephen Davis was excellent Stephen Gerrard got all of his tactics right They got the win And, you know it's difficult I've, for Scott Arfield to argue after you see the performance. Roger, I thought he was that good in the, the Celtic game at Parkhead that I gave him my super scoreboard man of the match. I thought it was a fantastic decision by the Rangers manager and he certainly paid him back. Duncan, you've put up a good case for Stephen Davis. Thank you very much. There is one midfield spot remaining and I'll tell you after the break, or they'll tell you after the break, who they're going to go for for that remaining spot. So we've got one to go. You've still got time to get an argument in though if you want to see someone else in there. You need to call now because we're running out of time. 01419511025. Quickly, how are you getting on with the teaser? 11 Englishmen who've scored in a Scottish Cup or FA Cup final since 93. And haven't been capped Gary Hooper, Ben Watson, Rod Wallace, Paul Ryder We're looking for inspiration and it can come in strange places Kenny Najambo must be Danny Granger Yes, what a shout that is 
That's the only one I had. <laughs> I'm just thinking as well, Scottish Cup finals. James Vincent for Inverness. Yep. He's got an England C cap, apparently, according Ooh. to his Wikipedia page. I don't now, even know what that is. I don't even know what C cap is. Is that the non league yeah. version or something? Yeah. There's always a clue in the question, Dad. I think Wilson's a good one. <laughs> 93. 93 down south, I think, was the year that Arsenal and Sheffield Wednesday met each other in both finals, the FA Cup final and the League Cup final. If you remember in the League Cup final, Tony Adams threw Steve Morrow up in the air and they fell yeah, in Rogers' arm. Yeah. I think the FA Cup Hutchison. went to a replay and the winner was scored by Andy Linnigan. Unbelievable. He's, an, ens- he's an encyclopedia. Right, one, two, three, four to go and your final midfielder of the decade coming next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here. They've got a couple of things they need to achieve between now and eight o'clock, so good luck to them because it could be busy. They need to finish off the teaser, and perhaps more importantly, they need to find one more midfielder. For their team of the decade If you're just catching up This is the way it looks Last night Hugh Evans and Alex Ray Kicked us off And with your help They picked Alan McGregor in goal They picked Lustig Van Dijk Weir And Andy Robertson at the back So far tonight Gordon and Roger Have got James Forrest Scott Brown And John McGinn In their midfield So we're looking for one more No rules No restrictions They just have to have played up here At some point in the decade There's still time for you To get your guy in If you put up a good enough argument Give us a call Or send us a tweet what about tonight's teaser as well? You've got 11 Englishmen who've scored in either a Scottish Cup or FA Cup final since 93 and haven't been capped. Um, Mikey is on Twitter. I think he might have nailed every single one of them. Um, you've got James Vincent, Gary Hooper, Ben Watson, Danny Granger, Rod Wallace, Paul Rideout, Andy Linnigan. Right, I'll take a turn now. Um, <laughs> we mentioned the 93 FA Cup final. Was the 93 Scottish Cup final Rangers beat Aberdeen? Paul Mason scored for Aberdeen It's not Paul Mason No Joe Mason It's nobody Mason Paul Mason did score Listen that's not the answer That's that's maybe a League Cup final I'm thinking of It's not the answer That's what you need to know So it was that game Mm -hmm. And he scored for Aberdeen Aberdeen versus Rangers 93 What was the score Roger? 2-1 Who scored? I thought it was Paul Mason (laughs) Uh, Aberdeen strikers Of that era Oh great question Right we'll come back to that What about I was thinking Stephen Gerrard mentioned the show Gerrard scored against West Ham Bobby Zamora scored for West Ham No Well I, I don't, either that or he has been capped He's not, yeah, one, of the an, been he's not one of the answers I think he has Alan McGregor played for Hull Curtis Davis scored for Hull Lovely Curtis Davis Oh well Roger done. Three to go Keep going I think who else scored I'm sure it was James Chester The big Welshman Scored Hull's other goal This Aberdeen thing's going to annoy me now He played Aberdeen He played for Aberdeen You never fail to amaze me in this show Gordon You've been moaning earlier about Your kitchen lights And ah. straight away Darren Johnson tweeted us Who's Darren Johnson? He says If one of the guys got an issue with their lights at home I'm a spark I'd be willing to help out <sighs> if needs be Darren There is no way I'm letting you go round to his house to change his light bulbs, he tell, doesn't. He tell. doesn't. He doesn't have an issue with his lights. He just can't change the bulb. You can't get an. You can't get an electrician to change a tell, bulb. Tell him there's a cup of tea and no. a wee custard cream involved, <laughs> <laughs> and he can have two custard creams. Does he Roger. get a shot in the recliner? No, no, no one does. Nobody gets a shot. This is his new Christmas gift. He's 
oh. not stopped banging on about it. I've got the midfield player. Midfield player, Aberdeen. Uh-huh. Oh, what'd you call him? <laughs> I thought he had it. I have got it. I can see him. Um What did he look like? He's got an Aberdeen strip on left foot. <laughs> um, um Richardson! Lee I need a first name Lee, Lee Richardson. Richardson Yes Well done Roger Right okay only two to get But you do need a midfielder For the Team of the decade There's one to go Scottish Robbie says John McGinn before Stephen Davis Lost all respect In these two in the studio no, now Well, well haven't nailed, haven't nailed the right. team down yet uh, Jacob says Tom Rogic must be a stick on Do you know what um, I've, I've got him in my mind as well Jerry McGregor Keely, Jerry Keeley's gone Chris Commons Great Not a bad shout. shout One terrific season Particularly goals One yeah. season Yeah um, SR I guess would be going for the, the sort of Logic of what he's gone on to achieve James Madison What, what a player he is Oh he's some yeah. player one, one Was that a one season loan spell? Yeah I don't think he was Outstanding at Aberdeen was he? Well I mean some others haven't been outstanding here But I, there's a big picture But does he even Well I th- One loan season is it enough? No no We're, we're No we're not putting an argument no, right, okay. There's too many Good ones in front Gordon. Right well we're running out of time Based on the tweets And the calls we've had in I think your shortlist For the And correct me if I'm wrong Your shortlist probably looks like this mm. Ryan Jack Yeah Stephen Davis Yeah Chris Commons Yep Tom McGregor Rogic, Callum McGregor How could we forget Callum yeah. McGregor yeah. No, no, uh, so no one phoned in About Callum McGregor But you couldn't ignore him Look at the trophies he's won mm-hmm. The positions he's played <sighs> The goals he's scored He scored in cup finals And all the rest of it I just feel that Good I'll luck need, Good I'll, luck picking out of those I'll need to let Roger next three minutes. <laughs> Callum McGregor must be up there Roger yeah. Callum McGregor must be up there Chris Commons must be up there Tom Rogage I am going to I was getting noise up Daz and insisting Rudy Scatchel But I think we'll go Stephen Davis Yeah I can't I can't disagree I think Davis deserves to be in the You're mix. a big Callum McGregor fan oh, massive, You're a massive Tom, Tom Rogage fan, fan. Um, This is your last chance To try and win him over um, They are you, you touch on Rogage Okay You look at the last Couple of seasons But how many Big games When Celtic needed him He stood up Puts the ball In the back of the nets Cup finals some of his plays has been brilliant Callum McGregor has played so many games Scotland, international Never let Celtic do a terrific talent Oh, this is Honestly, this, luck. Is, this is really difficult But I think honestly With the career he's had Where he's played Everything about him Fantastic footballer I think Davis deserves to be in the middle of park Even do. though he was only up here in that decade For a couple of those seasons You're, you're happy with I'm not disagreeing I'm yeah. just making sure you know uh, uh, Yeah I think we've got to uh, Are you sure we can't play five in the middle of the park? Because <laughs> oh, we're no, going because defensive No we need to leave at least At least two strikers oh, for the boys tomorrow I was toying with going three strikers But we're too late now You can't go four four three. No you can't Even Daz didn't try that to you I've, I've got to I've got He thought to about s- it at half time at hand in that day Yeah I've got to say that I think Davis has got to be in the middle of the park. So you're agreeing? And okay. I hate the fact that I've no room for McGregor, Tom Rogic or anybody like that. Okay, I'm okay. Well, listen, I think that's it locked in then. Forrest you on the right. That, Roger? Yeah. Brown with the captain's armband on. John McGinn based on winning silverware with a couple of clubs outside Glasgow's mm-hmm. big two. And Steve Davis completes your midfield, yes? Uh, yeah, I'm happy with that. 
Okay, well the team looks like this then It's got Alan McGregor in goal A back four of Mikael Lustig, Virgil van Dijk Davy Weir and Andy Robertson A midfield four of James Forrest Scott Brown, John McGinn and Steve Davis There are only two striker oh. slots up for grabs Make sure you join us tomorrow night Who's on? Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy Just a flavour You've got Lee Griffiths Chris Boyd Alfredo Morelos Odson Edwards Moussa Dembele Louis Moult Louis Moult must Did be put that there. one in there for you yeah, um, And, and many more that I've probably missed out So two from them is going to be quite a debate Make sure you join us tomorrow night What about the teaser? You've got two to go Oh two? Yep you've got Vincent Davis, Hooper, Watson, Granger, Wallace, Rideout, Richardson and right. Linnigan Both FA Cup finals, yeah Yeah. Who are you thinking, Rog? Because I'm not thinking anybody No Give us a clue, Gordon Well, one was recently, one was within the last five mm-hmm. Teams? Crystal Palace against Man United Crystal Palace? Who won that? Oh, one? Jason Punchin Mm-hmm Jason Punchin Do you remember who was in the 97 FA Cup final? Chelsea Was it not significant for a very early goal by uh, Roberto Di Matteo Was that the scored. same game? Yeah I think so Did someone else score Chelsea. for Chelsea? Oh, Chelsea I know who it was I know who it is Keep the music going I'll just finish this one Chelsea player Yeah Full back Eddie Newton Superb You happy with that's that? One, that's, that's your best answer of the year so far I would say No doubt about it Eddie Newton Well done You've got them all in the end Thank you Gordon and Roger Thank you for all your calls and tweets We are back tomorrow night From 6 Discussing all the day's news And perhaps more crucially No offence To the news of the day Finishing off that team of the decade So make sure you join us And in the meantime Callum's fit and raring to go again He's up next Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com.